Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. How y'all doing today? I tell you, this uh, Titus thing is wild, isn't it? You know, uh, different things that he's talking about, uh, quoting these Cretan uh, poets and that kind of stuff. So let's go back and pick it up here real quick. Uh, remember what he was saying? Uh, Paul was writing to him and saying, hey, you know, there's rebellious men about. And for this reason, these overseers, these bishops, must be able to exhort in sound doctrine and to refute those who contradict. Now, I mentioned a couple episodes again uh, before, but let me reiterate it again, that all too often we think the overseers and the bishops and et cetera are vocational positions. In other words, they're jobs. There's things that the body of Christ pay these folks to do, and that this is not for the average portion of the body of Christ. Nothing could be further from the truth, okay? That's simply not true. Man has developed it into that through the years, but that is not at all what the truth is. And so we need to realize that uh, the Lord is wanting to raise up these overseers, these bishops, to where there will be exhortation and sound doctrine. So they will be able to refute those who contradict. And we've seen what these rebellious men did, that they're empty talkers, they're deceivers. And they were especially of the circumcision, especially of Jewish background. And we are told that they must be silenced. They have to be silenced because what was happening was they were paying too much attention to Jewish myths and the commandments of man, and they were causing people to turn away from the truth. Now, let's look at the last two verses, a little short time today. Last two verses, well, maybe, of Titus 1, verse 15. To the pure, all things are pure. But to those who are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure. But both their mind and and their conscience are defiled. So he's saying this, if you're pure of heart, if you're pure of spirit, if you're truly saved, okay, if you're truly saved and you're abiding with the Lord, then all things are pure. And this goes to a bunch of stuff that you see in Scripture. That's the reason uh, the Lord says that, uh, a couple examples, that some people will feel uh, free to eat anything. The Lord says we're free to eat anything. We're free to drink anything. We're not free to abuse either one. I'm not free to sit there and kill a fifth of Jack Daniels and get drunk and say, oh, I'm free in the Lord and I have liberty in the Lord to do this. No, you don't. You're also not free to sit there and kill a gallon of ice cream every night for six months and get 100 pounds of extra weight on your skeleton and say, oh, I'm free in the Lord. I'm free in the Lord. No, the Lord speaks against being a glutton. The Lord speaks against being a drunkard. And they're both equally valid. Of course, where I am in the deep south, we give high emphasis to the alcohol content of something, but uh, we say that as we're down in three uh, fried chickens. <laughs> yeah, no, it really is. I mean, it's just so, so inconsistent. We communicate such a bad uh, flavor for the kingdom of God. So he's saying this, to the pure, all, all things are pure. You're free to do whatever. But to those who are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure. So he's talking to the unbelievers right here, or he's talking to those who profess to be believers and yet they're defiled, so we're not sure. But both their mind and their conscience are defiled, so that what they're thinking and then what they're feeling, it is defiled. Verse 16 gives us more insight. They profess to know God, but by their deeds they de deny him, being detestable 
and disobedient and worthless for any good deed. Well, there we go. You know, the last couple of episodes we've been looking and saying, well, are these rebellious men, you know, are they truly saved or they're not saved? Are they just of the Jewish background? They sort of come in. This last verse helps to say some things. They profess to know God, but their deeds deny that they know him. Well, what kind of deeds? Well, the deeds he's talking about. Remember the example he gave us, the uh, uh, the Cretans, the quote from the Cretan poet, Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, and lazy gluttons. And Paul says this testimony is true. He says this is what's going on here. These folks profess to know God, but by their deeds they deny him. They lie, Okay. They still lie. They're still evil. They're still lazy. They're still gluttons. Laziness is rampant within those that profess to know of God. I mean, it's just despicable, okay? And so all the things that we've seen that these rebellious men were doing, they're empty talkers, they're deceivers, that type of thing. He says that's what they're doing. They profess to know God, but by their deeds, they deny him. So because of their doing this, they are being detestable, disobedient, and worthless of any good deed. And you notice that word deed appears here a couple of times. In other words, we know by the fruit. And people say, well, we're not supposed to judge. No, I'm not the ultimate judge of this or that. God's the ultimate judge. But God has given us the ability and given us the authority to observe the deed, to observe the fruit. And so if someone is doing bad deeds and that's their pattern of practice of behavior, then we can tell them, yeah, you can say all you want to, that you profess you know God, but your deeds deny him. And he calls that detestable. And he says you're being disobedient and you're worthless for any good deed, which is sort of interesting because there's a lot of detestable people that are disobedient and they profess to know God, but they're not really saved. And yet they go about doing good deeds. I mean, I could point to a couple folks right now that do some really, really good deeds, and yet I know their lifestyle. I know how they are. I know they're not really saved. They're very religious. Boy, they're in church. You know, they're, they're key leaders in their churches. One in particular I'm thinking of right now, I went to Glory about a year or two ago. I'm really hoping he repented before he went because it was, it was just sad. I mean, you're sad. This worthless of any good deed, they may be doing the good deed, but the good deed is worthless in relationship to their knowing God. See, they think that's how they know God. It's because they're doing their good deed. No, good deed is just fruit of knowing God, but a good deed will not save you, okay? And a lot of times people get that sort of confused. So let me read these last two verses. We'll be done. To the pure, all things are pure. But to those who are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure. But both their mind and their conscience are defiled. They profess to know God, but by their deeds they deny Him, being detestable and disobedient and worthless for any good deed. May our deeds be good. May we not be defiled, detestable, and disobedient. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you the next time. Goodbye.